Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while, but we're back with another episode of On the Record, hosted by yours truly, Uzi. And Beckett is back better than ever. Here, guesting, is that even a word? I don't even know, but he is a guest in another episode of On the Record. Say hi to everyone, Beckett. Hey, it's good to be here. Wonderful. So for those who are unaware, the PTB... 6.7.0 is currently live, which has a plethora of changes to the game, honestly redesigning the way that people need to approach the game. And we're going to just jump right into the notes, kind of discuss what we find to be cool, what we find to be great, what we find to be bad. But we're just going to start from the top based off of the way they have the notes. So with that being said, I'm just going to just kind of talk about this specific topic just like hey i have to talk about this and we'll just go from there but yeah blood lodge and guess heaven have you seen any gameplay or played it yourself what are your thoughts on it uh i have seen a very small amount of gameplay i have not played it myself uh i don't have enough yeah i wouldn't say i have enough of an opinion to really give feedback on on the layouts of the maps yet right so, based on my experience, I don't really like what they did too much, but maybe it's something that I just need to grow accustomed to. So, for example, I really hate how the buses are now separate. It just makes them completely pointless. Oh, and, yeah, I did see Yeah, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, so the bus tile is being completely separated. I understand, like, the whole, like, car, you know, wall thing. I know some people didn't like that, but... It's just weird. I, I, I don't know. I just find it to be weird in its current form. But I understand why they have it designed that way. I understand why they redesigned the map in the way that they did. It just feels weird. And it's probably just because it's different, more or less, than anything. But I, I, I feel like, too, that they made the gas station significantly stronger. And one of the reasons being is because one of the doors that are usually breakable walls is actually open now. And so it actually leads to a very mean loop that can connect with other loops. So honestly, if nothing else, I almost feel like Gas Heaven became stronger. And then Blood Lodge, I have less of an opinion about it being in the middle of the map. It does connect with things. Obviously, that can make it stronger, but it just depends on what type of tile is spawn in next to it as well. So I don't know. In terms of the map rework itself, I'm not too huge in Gas Heaven and Blood Lodge. I'm pretty indifferent about but yeah, just moving on to the next section, it's the light killer interactions. Is there any specific thoughts that you have about any of the changes implemented here? Um, not particularly. I think I think this is probably probably mostly healthy for the game. Uh, I, I like. I actually, I would say it is probably healthy. You know, I would say with with a good degree of confidence, it's healthy for the game. Um, except for maybe the nurse. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this all pans out. Right. So I would completely agree that for the most part, there's probably healthy gameplay here. However, what I'll say is, you know, you can look at it from both sides. The Wraith needed to happen. Literally, it's it's absolutely absurd. Wraith is one of my most played killers, top three. And I just find it abysmal that a team of flashlights can just absolutely deny me my power. And it's almost a bully session in itself because most of the people that i come across run flashlights are typically running battery life extensions i've even seen built the last with flashlights and so it just seems like a never-ending cycle of pain and suffering you know and then of course you can make arguments like there are counters to and yes but at the like 
reposition to be out of sight and then uncloak. And if I do that, I'm almost losing positioning depending on where this survivor is. So yeah, if they're close to a strong tile, yeah, mm -hmm. it doesn't really work. Right, and I, I want to be able to block windows as a wraith as well, and if they're just going to flashlight me and pu push me out of my power, then I essentially gain no pressure by getting a hit there. But, you know, I will say the hag's traps are interesting, so the animation is, I would say, probably around the time it takes to disarm a trapper trap, maybe a little bit less. So you're just kind of, too, kind of just, you know, rubbing it away as a character. And I find that to be interesting. I know some people aren't actually a huge fan of this, but, you know, the way I look at it is with the amount of time it takes to remove a trap, that I, I'm personally okay with it because I think trap-based killers shouldn't be able to deal with the situation like a flashlight where you just hold it over the trap for literally a second and it's gone. All the time that the killer took to actually place that power down, which once again, hag it takes hag very does it little very time. Fast, yeah. yeah, but still, you know, at the end of the day, like they're, you're setting up traps for future plays and just for them to be denied instantly. And the crazy part is, you could literally deny them and chase with a flashlight, and you would lose essentially no distance. It was pretty crazy. So, how 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 long does it take you about to disarm a hag trap? I don't know, like because it probably shouldn't take too long. It should maybe take two and a half seconds, three seconds. Yeah, it's I probably think. two. It's probably two seconds. It's not long, but that's good because because a trapper trap does take a significant amount of time to disarm. Right, it, it's it's less than a trapper trap. So that's good. That's good. But you, you got to think about it. the difference between a trapper trap and a hag trap is you have to crouch up to a hag trap and go up to it, so you're probably losing more time than a trapper trap in actuality, which is interesting to think about if you actually think about the preparation to disarm a hag trap. Yeah, so maybe it should be a little bit faster, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, obviously the nurse thing, I think that was pretty silly, but you know, to each their own. I just, I just think that making her stronger at all is silly. I, I I didn't really like the whole artist one because I think with good team collaboration, you're able to deny the artist power when they're trying to zone out one of your teammates. And so being able to do that, like for example, if they place it out a window and you're right behind the artist, you can flashlight the crow, therefore denying the artist that potential of doubting your teammate if they're in a dire situation, no pun intended. So I thought that was interesting. I like the spirit change but whoa 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 my entire oh geez old pete my entire screen just went black but yeah the spirit change it's probably healthy just because of the fact that it's just a weird mechanic i don't know just to burn the spirit's house i don't know that was just weird to me i mean i can see how that'd be beneficial once again with the same situation as the artist if you have a teammate nearby who's trying to like you know protect you but that one Wait, so what, how does how does bringing the spirit's husk work? Does it do anything? Well, uh, so based off of my experience, I'm not sure how often this is supposed to happen or if it, this was just a glitch in the system. But when an ace burnt me while my husk, while I, from my understanding, how it's supposed to work is the husk just disappears early. But when I was phasing and he burnt my husk, he blinded me while I was phasing. So I don't know if that was a bug in the system, if that it was supposed to happen. Or but if it was a hack. <laughs> it could have been a hack, dude. I just went against a hacker earlier today. So, I mean, hackers are still prevalent. But, yeah, and I went against I said someone who I didn't realize was hacking at the time until a buddy tested it. But someone had a syringe and a 
Siptic, and it implemented both at the same time, even it, which is a super minor hack, but it's it was really interesting to give you an example of how they implemented it. it I was playing on Ormond, and I was chasing them, and they popped the Siptic and the Syringe, and so they got... I hit them, putting them into the men's state because of the agent, and the syringe brought them back into the just injured state, and they dead hearted following that. But you're not—you're only one, only one of them supposed to take precedence. So. And the syringe—if you get hit while you have a syringe, it deactivates the syringe too. Yeah, but so that per- I didn't realize at the time, but that person was just using a minor hack. But you know, I, I didn't know. I just assumed you could do both. So it's just interesting, you know. I yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be impossible in any video game to get rid of hacks. So like I you know, if I come across that once in a blue moon, it's whatever. But and the point being is yeah, I don't know exactly how it's supposed to work. From my understanding, it's just supposed to be you know, make the husk disappear so to avoid the mind games. But maybe it is actually supposed to be designed where it blinds you while you're phasing. And if that is the case, well then okay. It is what it is. But Either way, the only one that I'm really upset over is the nurse, and I'm not that upset over it, but it's really important when it comes to competitive play, so I find that to be disadvantageous to the comp scene, so that's unfortunate. But Anytime you take away an ability like that from people who are going against like one of the most powerful killers in the game, it's like, I just it just raises question marks in my head. But not like the rest of this patch, but I'll let you uh, continue <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah, so we have some killer tweaks. You know, so behavior has recognized that the hillbilly is just way too powerful in their current state. And so they decided to implement a couple nerfs to their add-ons, specifically the death engravings and the new engravings. They were just way too powerful. Honestly, it was too unfair for the survivors. So it has, in fact, received a 5% nerf on both ends in terms of the sprint speed. And yeah, there's a couple other, like the heat generation and the chainsaw charge time. But, you know, like, you know, a really good hillbilly isn't going to care too much about that, but more so the sprint speed than anything. And this was actually the part that I was most upset over of the entire patch notes. There's obviously other upsetting things, but this was just abysmal. So Yeah, I'll- did I say it was raising question marks? No, no, no. I understand now. The devs are just <laughs> completely out of touch with reality. <laughs> They're completely out of touch, dude. This did not need to happen. Not even a little bit. And and the blights add-ons are fine. Are you, are you kidding me? No, mm-hmm. the devs are yeah. out of touch, dude. I completely agree, and I want to know what numbers they're referring to because someone was mentioning if it's like they're just referring off of an Excel sheet, and so I wonder if it's because only blight, not blight, already we were just talking about blight, but hillbilly mains mainly run these engravings. So they're like, okay, there's a high kill rate with these engravings, but technically, wouldn't there be a high kill rate with Alchemist Ring at the top level? Because with no, Alchemist because Ring- I, I think I think I know what's going on here. The the Billy is not picked very much, and he turns off newer people because he's tough. He's hard to play. So the people that do play Billy are extremely experienced, extremely good at him. And they all run those add-ons because they're the only add-ons that Hillbilly can run. The only ones that are, you know, like, good. So what ha- winds up happening is like, well, look at Killbilly. Hillbilly. He's doing so good. He's getting so many kills. And he only uses these two add-ons, so therefore they must be OP. They're definitely not OP. I mean, they're, 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 they're his best add-ons, but they're def- by, by no stretch of the imagination OP. Right. First of all, you can counter 
curve belly if you're really really good at the game. Of course, it's not impossible you know, at times, but I yeah, mean, there's counterplay to it, right? Yeah, there's counterplay. I literally just played a P100 Billy, and literally three fourths of the match was just me one v one on my killer shack, and uh, he was really good. He was really really good. I just but at the end of the day, there are counters. And it's just really unfortunate that we're in this state of mind where Hillbilly has to be nerfed even farther. I actually think Hillbilly should honestly be the face of DBD and they should add a bunch of buffs to him because I think he's one of the most fun killers to play against. He's a really hard killer to master. I understand Trapper is the face of the game, but Trapper is just really weak. And I think that Hillbilly is an original character and he could be a really strong character. I literally, Hillbilly Mobile, I, for those who aren't a, are unaware is now officially out and a lot of people are running hillbilly and in the comp scene even because of how strong he is with his you know curve rate and all that he's literally a blight on steroids right now on mobile and i think that they should implement some of that to the pc scene to make him a little bit easier to make him more fun to play because my goodness he looks really fun it is really cool and at the end of the day, this killer is just not going to be played at all if these changes go fully through. And I'm just hoping that the PTB is just the PTB and they don't actually go through with this. But I have a feeling that they are going to fully commit to this just because Billy's been nerfed into the ground a million times over. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> I, I hate the pig update. Why can't we just make this base kit? And they lay poked about nerfing the pig in the original notes. They literally crossed it out. They said, you know, we've heard you and we're nerfing the pig. But they crossed out nerfing the pig. And so, like, it's just weird. They know that the pig is a weak killer. And yet they don't make changes to the pig. I, I Becca and I talked about, oh, wow, it, it didn't even go live. But... We'll talk about it at some point in the future, but I'm just going to bring it up now. A lot of these add-ons for killers should actually base, be base kit. For example, I think like, you know, Shadow Dance, like I think there's a yellow version for Wraith should be base kit. If you're like, it should be quicker to destroy a pallet while cloaked automatically. The pig should have a faster dash naturally. The pig should have a faster crouch movement naturally. We should legitimately be improving these weaker killers to make them stronger. I feel like there's a lot of killers in this game that literally the yellow add-on should become base kit and they should just have less add-ons. I literally think that's the case. In my opinion, I don't, I don't care to have a lot of add-ons. I just care to have good add-ons. I don't know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. I do. I agree. There's too many repetitive add-ons too. Add-ons are like, what? Why? <laughs> Why are right. these all the same? Like right. the, the add-ons should be, Honestly, I think a lot of these add-ons just need to be like something that's like really unique and special. Well, mm -hmm. maybe not all of them, but like the higher tier ones should be like something that like changes the killer kind of fundamental. Maybe not fundamentally, but you know, I don't know. Just something a little more interesting that gives you more options in your in your chases or in the you know how you play the game instead of just like well you do this a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. I would much rather have every single killer's. You know, yellow add-ons implemented base kit. I'm just throwing out. I don't want to. That's a bit of an exaggeration. I I want some of these nice little quality of life add-ons to be base kit, and for some other add-ons to be reworked to be stronger. And even if that means we only have eight add-ons for a killer, 
I, I would be okay with that. If there's eight good add-ons that I'm always able to go through, because you can only use two a match, and the problem is, once again, a lot of them are repetitive. I would rather just have eight good ones. Eight good yeah. add-ons, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah, so, I'd be, I, that would be phenomenal. That'd be great, mm-hmm. rather than just just a bombardment of just like repetitive, uninteresting add-ons. But there's no point to that. Right. But Oni, the black and toenail, and the bloody sash, I've never used them before. I don't know anybody who's ever used them before when I've ever played Oni or against Oni. So I just think that was dumb. I, no one's going to still run these. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably no one will run them still. We'll yep. see, though. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And the Nightmare, I, I just think the Nightmare needs a complete rework on their add-ons. And the character, I, I literally, the original Nightmare literally couldn't even injure survivors upon the match starting. It, they would have to drag them into the dream world just to injure them. It was super unique. And then another v- version of Nightmare literally was designed where you could see the aura of all survivors beyond like a certain meter range. Like, these are all really cool things that the Nightmare had, and they're like, no, 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 too much of a pub stomper. Oh, this is broken. We need to rework him. And now he just sucks. He sucks. He's not unique in any capacity. They need to implement some of that original stuff. Like, I don't know. I absolutely hate it. I think it's really dumb. I I think that there was uniqueness to certain killers, and they just kind of removed it in the past, and some of them were too weak, and they're easily... That they the buffs are so easy to implement and they just don't. It's stupid. So no. it, yeah, I mean some of these kids it's beyond just add-ons. It's just absolutely silly. The clown, literally the str- one of the strongest add-ons in the entire game. But you know whatever, it's just decrease it a little bit. I I, I don't care. No. No, yeah, that that add-on needs to be reworked. Like, I, I agree. I I've seen Ats's video, and he's I think I hundred percent agree with him. It's like this this add-on just needs to be reworked. It's too strong for camping. It's like the one-hit Huntress hatchet. Almost, mm-hmm. it's, it's not quite as bad, but it's it's bad. I think it's worse because it can it's be not, yeah because the redhead's pinky finger add-on can just be hit with another add-on to give you multiple bottles like original Huntress. So that's that's why it's so silly to me. It's terrible, but yeah. If, it literally promotes the easiest face camping in the world. That's so bad. What and they should do with it? Here, here's a, here's here's a, here's a thing that I have in my rallying around in my brain. Only the, it's kind of like the blight add-on. Only the last bottle you throw can expose, right? Kind of like the blights where only his last dash for his iridescent add-on can down the survivor instantly. So yeah, only I, the last bottle the clown throws can expose, or maybe the first, something like that. I don't know. Well, then well. They're still gonna face camp and just have one. Then you know what I'm saying. Like it, yeah. it won't, ch- it won't change it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate. The Cenobite change was necessary just because I think we talked about coconut. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but you know that was that's a good little change. But we have a couple perk updates. We have Scorch Hook Pain Resonance. So now you start the trial with four tokens. Each time a survivor is hooked, you lose a token. So the premise is that Pain Res you can. You, that it's to avoid cycling out survivors. It only gets value from the survivors being hooked the first time, which I think is a healthy change. I think that is a healthy change. However, I don't think the percentages being so low is healthy because I think they need to be a little bit higher. Would you agree with that? Yeah, or I was thinking maybe you make each hook have a certain amount of uses or something. I don't know. There, there's definitely... This is, this is not so bad, though. I don't mind this. 
Yeah, I think that increasing up to 20% would because you only get it four times the entire match. So I think 20 is good. You yeah, get, I think that'd be fair. You get Pop Goes the Weasel an infinite amount of times for every hook. Granted, you have to go go all the way to the generator, and it's only 20% of its current. So that hurts. We have Gearhead. That got a nice little buff. That's actually, it, it's pretty good for Huntresses and like some other R reading. I like Gearhead. I like that change a lot. I think that it should have always been good skill checks and not great. So I, I like this change a lot. And it's only when a survivor loses the health state. So once again, I enjoy it. That can also help you gobble down people's distortion tokens. So yeah, I think that's good. It's mm -hmm. good. Circle of healing. I think it's just, just stay the way it is. The, this change is stupid. And you literally have to have a med kit to heal. I don't know if that's a bug going on right now, but I literally saw a clip of it. So maybe that person was just trying to, you know, make people freak out for no reason. But I literally saw a clip of a person healing with a med kit while in the boon and afterwards. You're talking about Spooky Loops? I watched Spooky Loops video where he did that, and I was like, yeah. yep, this is what I thought it was going to be, and it's just as bad as I thought it was going to be. Circle of Healing's dead. <laughs> it's Like, it's so bad. Not only do you have to be in a certain area, but you have to have a teammate come heal you now. Worthless. Completely worthless. Right, and I just think it's absolutely silly. I and think then you have to waste time throwing up the boon, too. It's so useless. And the, the healing bonus it gives you isn't even as good as, like, botany. Like, it, it's a joke, dude. It should be a 24-second heal in the boon. That's literally what it should be alone. And For it doesn't stack on med kits. Yep. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yep. Healing yourself should be base kit 24 seconds. And I, it, I it, agree with that. And yeah. it shouldn't stack with body knowledge. You have to avoid those stackables, because then it's just going to be back to its original state. That's that's my opinion, so... But yeah, no. The problem is behavior is really good at this, and it really is frustrating. I actually did the survey that behavior released, and like I, I, I honestly, I shit on the skull merchant so hard, bro. I just, I think that the skull merchant is the worst killer that's ever came out in DVD history. I mean, I understand like there was issues with Legion early on, and there was issues with a couple of other killers, and like the PTB and like early release. But the skull merchant just never became fun. I guess people can make the argument Legion. It never became fun, but he's actually a fun killer to play as. And, like, he he's not bad. He's just a normal M1 killer. The Skull Merchant just holds three gens and is just really boring. But I'm, I'm straying away from the point. I'd much rather play against a Legion than a Knight oh. or a fucking Skull Merchant any day of the week. Give me right. a Legion who's not trying to hold a three gen. I, I hate playing in three gen games. It's so annoying and gross. And, it's, and I feel like, oh, well, he wins, but now, you know, we're going to try, but it's going to take forever to lose, you know? Right, and like, here's the thing too, is what I'll, I'll also say is with the whole 3-gen thing, it's going to exist for any killer at the end of the day, so behavior trying to you know downgrade some of these perks to remove that is cool and all, but what I will say is behavior is known for just killing perks. They don't like rework them in a healthy way, they just destroy them, like Circle of Healing, Call of Brine, Overcharge. These perks are being killed. They're not just being nerfed, they're being killed. And like that's my problem is like I actually think pain res is still applicable. They just need to up the percentages a little bit. And I would still run it, but I've also been doing a lot of testing because you know all these perks are being reworked. So I've been trying to find like new metas. And eruption is still a good perk. I I think you can get value out of eruption. I think that pop goes the weasel isn't bad. However, I've noticed there very little value actually comes from it unless it's like I'm just done. So that's really unfortunate. 
the twenty percent of current needs to be reworked. I think that they need to rework Pop Goes the Weasel to be fifteen percent of total. Yeah. I, yep. I I think that because Pain Res is fifteen percent of total. I think Pain Res should get a buff to twenty. Pop Goes the Weasel should be fifteen percent of total, and that would be in a lot healthier state. And then you know, I would say Pop Goes the Weasel could even be twenty of total. That'd be fine because you have to still kick the gen. You have to go to the gen and kick it. And Pain Rose, you just got a hook on a certain hook. I think I think that's a fair trade off. Those would be in a, both would be in a healthy spot if they were just twenty percent of total. I think that'd be fine. Right. I'm just trying to like think of like holding three gens and stuff because I know they're trying to stray away from that. So I'm just trying to think of healthy numbers. But yeah, I I did a match where they I was holding on to a three gen with Pop Goes the Weasel, Eruption, Brutal Strength, and it was it was a lot harder. And I was, I, I, I'm still in the current patch. I, I didn't do this on the PTB because I wanted to do it with like just to see. So everyone had normal healing speeds, you know, and the whole nine yards. And they were trying to break my three gen, and they still weren't able to. And that's running Pop Goes the Weasel, which isn't that great right now with Eruption. And it, Eruption people realize you only get value of that if you down someone. And good survivors, which they were. I'm not going to die. Actually, it was probably the best Claudette I've ever played in my life. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a crash Claudette. But <laughs> like, eruption only gets value if you down someone. That's when you lose the 10% of total progress. So, with that being said, eruption's still good, but there's conditions that have to be met. Once again, Pop Goes the Weasel is a condition that has to be met. You only get value if you down someone, which is good. Like, these are and healthy hook. things. And hook. Yeah, and hook. So. You know, so if you if you have to wind up slugging them because they're at a pallet, or you're worried about a flashlight save, you don't get the value out of it. So exactly, but yeah. So like, I th- I respect behavior for trying to make these healthy changes, but I think they still need to rework a couple of other perks to try to bring things into a bit of a better. The state, problem so. with three gens isn't the perks. It's not the perks. It's not the skull merchant. It's map design. It's it's map design, and they've been and P- everyone has been saying it for years. You need to fix the map design. Less RNG about where the gens spawn. More more static gen spawn. I know that's not always the funnest thing, but it's, if you want to have a balance, you can't balance these other things around it. <laughs> Just end of the day, you can't have three gens within twelve meters of each other. It's it's too much. You right. can't you can't allow the map to generate them like that. Now maybe there could still there could still be some RNG, but it needs to be like okay. If this generator is trying to spawn within a certain distance of these other two generators that are already pretty close, it spawns somewhere else. Just mm-hmm. end of story. Yeah, I actually got a five gen on Haddonfield today. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's just disgusting. It was a legitimate five. five was gen. there one behind Strode? <laughs> yeah, it was There's behind Strode, in, in Strode, one in front, one like where the like traffic sign is or whatever that was, and then one out in like the dead zone near swing set. It was a literal 5-gen. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it was like, a literal 5-gen. It was disgusting. You can't win that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, you, you can, but the survivors can't, right? Right. But yeah, I've also been testing Gift of Pain. Gift of Pain isn't bad right now. I think that if they buff pain res just a little bit and make it like the one per tri- the once per trial, or once per survivor, rather. I didn't mean once per trial. I think that stacking pain res and gift of pain isn't actually going to be a bad meta. So yeah, I gift actually, of pain, I think, got slept on. It's it's pretty strong. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I I'm gonna have to start using that. I think that my new I build is probably gonna be Agi pain res and gift of pain for like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be trying and 
trying to like you know essentially apply map pressure but once again like yeah this is assuming that we're avoiding three gens now right i want to be able to apply map pressure across the map and even when i'm not around so for me those perks are really good because and to your point is three gens exist because of the way they are generated i think they should also spawn like the outskirts and like you're risking it and if you ever decide to work on that outskirt gen you're risking being in a dead zone like you're gonna get hit And so you can't work that injured. And if you do choose to work that injured, if the killer comes, you're dead. And they could also implement a couple of those, like, you know, silly pallets. Like, Eerie of Crows has, like, a, literally an outskirt pallet. They can do that every once in a while. And they're not really safe. You can easily down a survivor there. But the survivor, if they play their cards right, can stun you and maybe get a little distance. So, like, they're playable, but it's not the safest. So, you know. Yeah, safe, safe pallets, I think, are the bane of this game. Pallets that are mind gameable are, are fine. Like that that's very that, that is the spirit of DBD, right? Like right. you win the mind game, you get the hit, right? That's mm-hmm. that's DBD. But when they start adding these like like every two, you know, that it's it's a problem when the pallet you can't play around it and you just have to kick it and the kill it, you know, the survivor right. gets distance. That's that's an issue. That's why fractured cow shit is so broken. Everything's safe. Yeah, yeah. And everything connects. You just you just go around the outside of the map. Everything mm-hmm. connects. If they killed, if they killed one of those tiles, um, uh, uh, one of the 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 gyms. If they killed one of the gyms, then you know it wouldn't be nearly as bad. But yeah, no, it's uh, fractured cow shit. I think would just be easily solved by just removing like five pallets off of the map because yeah. there's still ways to hide. Like I, I don't even think you need to read like. And you to your point, yeah, even just get rid of a whole tile. Like, literally, Rotten Fields has nothing on the map. You just have, like, five gems and a tree, you know? I'm like, what? You know, pig tree, so it's just, it's weird. But anyways, Dead Hard. So Dead Hard is receiving, I think, a very healthy healthy change. But you can only utilize Dead Hard if you get a safe hook or unhook. So I think that's a good change. My hot take is it should just be an unhook. Same with same with Deliverance. Doesn't need to be safe. Just an unhook. Because that's that's, that's 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 beyond your true. control. That's beyond your control. Whether that's the hook is safe or not, it it depends on if the kit what the killer is doing and what the teammate does. So I don't think it needs to be a safe unhook. Oh, I, I thought you were be... saying Deliverance didn't have to be a, a safe. No, yeah, unhook. yeah. I'm saying oh. that they shouldn't be. Not that, yeah. Not, not not talking about what they are. I'm saying what they should be. Right. <laughs> Neither one of those should have to be a safe unhook because I completely disagree with that. I completely disagree with that. What's that? Because if. If someone has dead heart and they want to utilize dead heart, they're going to do it right in front of me and try to get their dead heart and they'll just run away and don't that, care. That would incentivize you to stay away from the hook and hunt other survivors. I mean, have no problem with that. But the problem is, like, once again, teammates are going to, you know, just try to be selfish and get dead hard. And so they're going to hook me regardless, even if it is, you know, f- that results in my death immediately after. So. Oh, you're t- I thought you were talking about as a killer. You're talking oh, about... Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying as a survivor, bro. Imagine I'm on hook, and I have this Dwight who wants his dead heart, and so as soon as the killer literally hooks me, he just wraps around the corner and grabs me right in front of the killer, and so I just... I'm like, okay, you did, just did that for your dead heart, and now I get tunneled out. And, like, at that point, I'm going to be a petty survivor and let the killer down me immediately so he doesn't get his dead heart or the, you know, for the, or the safe at that point. You know, just chalk it. No, but yeah. at that point, if 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 it was the way I'm saying, he would just get his dead hard regardless, right? Yeah, well, yeah, he'd get his dead hard regardless. But I, I'm saying that you know that it would be unfair because that person is just trying to get his dead hard and doesn't care about 
my the person who is hooked sure. state of yeah. So that's why I think it's important to ensure that it's safe. Because if it's a safe unhook, maybe that teammate plays a protection hit. So it ensures that I can get the, you know, he gets the safe unhook and I escape. And the killer, ideally, even if he tunnels me because he injured the Dwight who unhooked me, at least I get enough distance for it to be safe. So that's the reason why I think it's important for it to be a safe unhook for Deliverance and for Dead Hard. And I also think I, you're going to see a lot more synergy between the two of them now because of the way it's designed. Yeah. I, I just I just don't think that's as, as much of an issue. Um, I, I don't see that as being much of an issue as you do. I could, I could see it becoming an issue. But I think in its current state, uh, if a killer has the opportunity, what they what they do is they just tunnel to deny the Dead Hard. If they, if they have the chance to just be like, well, I'm just going to down this guy and deny you your Dead Hard and your Deliverance, you know? Which is which is worse, which is an even bigger problem. There's only like a two second period of difference. It's very minimal between like your BT running out and you getting the safe unhook. It's a pretty. It's it's it might be a little bit more than two seconds, but it, it's very. Minimal. Yeah, I think it is two seconds. But if the yeah. killer has saved the best for last and the the hook is in a bad spot where the survivor can't get away, they just boom. Now you're in BT. Now you're in a deep one. Boom. Now you're on the ground. So now, not only did you not get your dead heart, you didn't get your deliverance, or but now you you, you got somebody who's getting tunneled out of the game, which right. is super bad. Well, if they you and, know that would occur, and 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 that and the killer has an incentive to do that, right? He's like, no, no dead hearts. I hate that perk, and killers do hate that perk. So the way I see it, this is more of a problem than the other way around. But that's just me. The, the way I look at it is if. You know, my teammate hasn't received a single hook state, and the killer has enough stacks of save the best for last to down me. Then that—that's a team problem, and not you know. <laughs> I mean, good lordy, you know, because you got to think about it situationally. So you're telling me in this particular scenario that the killer has enough stacks of save the best for last, and my teammate hasn't been hooked a single time to be able to get his deliverance and dead hard that he would be able to down me before that safe rescue happens. Like, it's a very, very niche situation. I, I understand it, and it, it does exist, and it does happen, but, you know... Yeah, it, because... could, it, could, it could even happen with something like Huntress, too. Like, she gets the hatchet ready right when they get off, boom, you're in the mend. And then, you know, they don't lose much distance because it was a hatchet, right? They just walk right up on you. Especially, like, if you're in basement or something, too, that makes it even easier. Unless your teammate takes a hit for you, or they, they can manage to get in the way of the killer to take a hit for you. Right. But, or Pyramid Head. I think people sleep on how strong Pyramid Head is in terms yeah. of basement camping because your power really shoots down the steps to the basement. So, But yeah, uh, point being is that, yeah, it's pretty broken in general, the way the system is. And that's hopefully going to change with these updates because it should incentivize a lack of camping but and tunneling. But, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. Uh, and that's that's kind of the biggest issue, and that's why I think we need to have we'll talk about it here soon. These numbers for healing adjusted, but moving forward to Everzealous, I think it's going to be stronger now. But I've seen people actually show clips of how much it impact it has at ten percent, and it's less noticeable than I thought it would be. But if I think if you get like a twenty percent off of a hex stacked with a Let's just say, prove thyself off of a toolbox. I'm sure it'll add up, but those are all conditions that have to be met and shared. So, yeah, um, again, I don't think the problem there would be overzealous. I think the problem would be, you know, toolboxes and mm -hmm. busted add ons there. Yeah, so. we're going to have a lot more toolboxes here soon. Gens yeah. are going to fly faster than they ever have. That's that's my prediction right now. But yeah, call Brian and overcharge. I mean, I'm not even going to 
go too much into it. They're pretty much slashing the numbers in half. So yeah. those those perks those perks do not need to get nerfed. <laughs> the map design needs to needs to change, or maybe they needed to add another generator to the map or something. It's just I don't know. It's once again it's a three gen problem, and I really think that the Skull Merchant literally has made this three gen problem the worst it's ever been. Yep. I I feel like once Skull Merchant was released, I've never dealt with so many three gens. I understand the night was a problem for three gens, but I I don't know. It's just and by the way, I haven't seen I haven't had a single night match in what five days. Knights just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. And I actually think Knight's a fun player to play. I think he's really healthy for the game if utilized correctly. I think that there's like minor changes behavior could make to not necessarily break him, but to incentivize other gameplay. But once again, people are just going to play gameplay that's going to help secure the win. But I think just holding on to the Knight's power for so many seconds before you can release is a really healthy change. Because, for example, I usually chase survivors normally and just have my guard apply pressure elsewhere on the map. And that's how I've typically designed it. And I use Surge to figure out where survivors are at. Basically, guard there, fuck the survivor, guard goes away, start my next chase, have a guard go to the generator, you know? Uh, like it, that, That's just very healthy gameplay. I don't usually use the guard to apply you know, an early easy down. I'd rather have apply pressure in multiple areas at once, because for me... That's the design of the night, and I think that it's, if anything, it's a fun strat because it requires me to have the knowledge on the map of where people are at. But unfortunately, he's not played like that. It's hey, I'm gonna run eruption, call a brine, overcharge, and hold a three gen. And granted, the previous eruption was really broken, and now it's a little healthier of a state. But either way, people are still able to hold on to nasty three gens with the night. Which is which is one hundred percent the problem of map design. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, eruption was really bad. Eruption did need to be changed, but map design is the big issue here that I'm that I'm focused on when it comes to three gens. When it comes to that issue of the game, there's just so many issues with this game right now. <laughs> yeah, but no yeah, weird, three weird gens state. for survivors is one of the worst. I, I don't. There's no other issue that I that frustrates me more than that. Well, mm-hmm. that I bump into as regularly. Like obviously, hacking is like I I don't like it, but. It, I bump into it an acceptable amount, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the three genning is like uh, it seems. It feels like it's thirty percent of my survivor games nowadays, and I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done with this, especially right. with these new changes to healing because they didn't. They have not addressed it. The, like nerfing Cole O'Brien overcharge. That's that's not going to fix three gens. They're they're just going to use different, better perks like Jolt. You know, they're, it's not going to fix three genning. Jolts, I will be the devil's advocate. Situational since it doesn't work for special attacks. So, depending on the killer you're using, you won't even be able to utilize it. So, that's... True, true. But, ah, uh, there's going to be an even better perk for holding three drones now called Sloppy Butcher. Because that should move, that should segue really nicely into this next <laughs> next part of the update. Right, so, at this point in time, General Healing has received a nerf, at least it's a nerf to me, it increases the survivor's healing interaction seconds to charge from 16 to 24 seconds. It also decreases the bonus on successful healing skill checks from 5 to 3%. I actually think the successful healing skill checks didn't need an adjustment at all. And I think that the survivor healing interaction should only be for healing oneself. I think healing oneself should be 24 fixed and healing others should be 16 or 20. I actually prefer 20. 
but I well, here's the thing about healing yourself. Now you can't do it. You can't. You can't do it with Boon Circle healing. I guess you could do it with self care, but that's going to take an eternity. That's going to take so long. And you can still so, use a normal med kit at fixed twenty four seconds and get two utilizations out of it in one match. Sure, uh, because that's the max amount. So, but I I still think twenty four should have been the number. And we do already have information that there are add-ons that increase the healing speeds by a certain percentage. So, uh, you know what? I think it would be advantageous to do these numbers. So, let's just assume there's no sloppy butcher. And we're going to be running, let's just say, an emergency med kit. because you'll So, you only get to heal yourself once this entire match. Needle threat is 15%. We're, we're jumping ahead a little bit. But, no, they nerfed that to they nerfed that to ten percent. Oh yeah, they they nerfed the ten. And then is there something that is five? Then there's another one that's ten percent. I think the so the, we have the suture. We, oh, the suture is ten. Yeah. Okay, so twenty percent faster healing. Okay, I'm I'm too lazy to actually do the math. So so twenty percent point two zero times twenty four seconds. So 4.8 seconds gets shaved off. So therefore, it's just do 24 minus 4.8 would be 19.2 seconds. I mean, that's, you know. So, you know, I don't think that's terrible. I don't think that's terrible. That's only one one heal per match. But I think that's healthy. That in itself is healthy, right? One heal per match yourself, 19.8. 19.2 seconds. 19.2? I don't think it's that... Would it be that fast? Maybe it would be. A bit, yeah, because it would be 20% of 24. Yeah, 19.2. So, See, that's healthy, though. But granted, those are the only add-ons you'll be able to utilize, and it's only one heal. But I stand by the fact that you should probably only get one good heal and if you choose to get two good heals then you it's going to take 24 seconds each i think healing yourself that is healthy that in itself if you're going to heal yourself is in a healthy state however sorry go ahead i still think healing others however should be 16 or 20 yeah i i I think that um nerfing the add-ons and nerfing the med kits was enough 24 seconds is not necessary um because uh, nerfing the emergency med kit too, but the, but again, you know that 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 rolls in with all the the other med kit nerfs. Um, mm-hmm. The med Wait. the med kit nerfs were good. Every other change was bad, if you ask me. Yeah, twenty four so, seconds is too much. Right. So we're on the same page that self healing at twenty four is a healthy change, but but no one can self heal anymore, except for with, with one one time with a med kit, maybe twice with a med kit. Right, and then it gets, and then a hypothetical setting. If boons were twenty four seconds for self heal, that'd also be healthy, right? Like we're on the same page in regards to that. Uh, like, I yeah, I, th- I think that would be fine. Yeah, if 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 some healing yourself was 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 just twenty four seconds baseline. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but and we're in agreement that healing others should be sixteen, and I I personally wouldn't hate twenty. And the only reason I say that is I know I've been kind of a devil's advocate compared to a lot of other people about this. Is I think perks should be the main reason you heal faster or get healed faster. I think that should be the driving point if you want to 
quickly heal someone. And it's not like med kits aren't still going to allow you to heal others faster. I still think they need to revert those numbers back to original in terms of the altruistic numbers. I think that was pretty silly, but you know. Yeah, because because if you have two people healing, um, and you've you've already got you've already been through the first chase, right? And you have two people healing. You have one people getting one person getting chased, potentially one person on the hook. You have no gen pressure right there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't... Yep, but the the reason I still stand by twenty seconds being the heal others is because we'll make it is literally a hundred percent faster. Therefore, making it ten seconds off of twenty seconds. And then you can, like, literally, and right now, an entire team could literally, this would be disgusting, and I've never seen it before, and I would love to actually make a YouTube video or some sort of content on it. If everyone would run a, a Ranger med kit, which is 50% currently, it's going to be dropped down to 35% upon the potential release, if everything stays the same of all this information, but they never even went through with the Unbreakable stuff, so who knows what behavior does with this. Either way, I... I think these changes have the right intentions. I just think the execution is poor in certain regards. But run will make it. Resurgence. Run body knowledge. Granted, you're not going to get as much value out of it depending on the amount of charges that you have. So you'd have to do the math there. But like you could almost instantly heal people. Almost instantly. And yeah, but, but you're talking about using a lot of perks for that. <laughs> a I know. lot of perks. I know, but instant. I mean, a practical instant. I heal honestly is think worth that it, they. Though. I honestly think that they should have reduced the healing numbers and nerfed the crap out of everything that increases healing speed for more consistent healing times. Um, uh, this is this is the opposite direction. They went the opposite direction that I think they should have gone. Um, which, I I think is just a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake for the health of the game. Any any perk that gives you fifty percent increased is too much. That's way too much. It, it should. It, you, I'm talking like numbers, like the like a good number, a healthy number for the game would be like a twenty or thirty percent increase for for something like we'll make it. You know, something that's like a, that's a big increase, and like a, a mediocre increase is like you know the current add-ons they have like five or ten percent. That's that doesn't make a huge. That's not a huge impact. You're but, telling me that these are so broken, and yet out of my last hundred killer games, I've seen zero people run resurgence or we'll make it. Well, that's because they're not, you know, you don't, you don't have to like resurgence is, you know, not going to be good unless they go through with these, these changes. Right. Right. But in that case, they're literally throwing away some perks away to have this potential. So in that case, for me, it's like, oh, okay, you're wasting a perk slot. So for me, it's, it's more so worth it if they're having to waste a whole perk slot. Waste, waste a whole perk slot for what? We'll make it resurgence. And once again, this doesn't have to be base kit. It's not like the borrowed time days. You can still heal. It'll just be a little bit slower. It's not like borrowed time where it literally had to be base kit because as one of your perk slots. Otherwise, you just screwed your teammate over. Yeah. So for me, it's like you. I still think that healing others should be a little bit faster. And here's the thing: is I wouldn't even mind if they keep healing others at 16 seconds. But then, to your point, is they have to nerf every single one of these perks. So we'll make it can't be 100% anymore. It has to be 50%. Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. I was saying, like, right, we'll right. make it should come down. Uh, the, the, the overall healing numbers should come down. Everything that increases or decreases the speed needs to get needs to come in line with more reasonable expectations, right? There's, the, the difference between healing should be like, well, 
Uh, 20, he only takes 24 seconds, but if I won't make it, it takes 12. That's completely unreasonable. I feel like that's, that's, that the killer should have the killer and survivor should have expectations of like, okay, I'm going to do this action. It's going to take give or take this much time. Not, oh, it's going to, it's going to, you know what I'm saying? The, the range in which the, the time should take should not be like double or triple or whatever. Which is why, which is why midkits were such a problem, right? The killer's like, I got a hit, but, uh, but he's at a safe tile. You know, at least he has to heal. Now I can go, you know, put pressure elsewhere. And then when that survivor has a green med kit, and he's like, well, I just healed in eight seconds. That's a huge problem, right? Because the expectation is like the killer's like, well, this probably he's probably going to take like you know twenty seconds to to get healed up, and he's just like, well, actually, I'm healed in eight seconds. That's a problem. And any perk or any any situation. Where that where that can happen is a situation that needs to be readjusted. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's we'll make it with a hundred percent, even botany with fifty percent is massive. Like that's a huge increase. Yeah, but I still want perks to feel applicable, right? And I feel like we're we're already in a situation where most perks aren't utilized. Like for example, like. Resurgence, Solidarity are all healing-based perks that I've never seen. Like, literally, I, I've seen one human re use Resurgence in the last six months. Sure. Solidarity, I, I've never seen ever. Like, I just, my, my biggest gripe with it is that we're not seeing enough perks used. And true. Behavior just butchers everything. And so, unless Behavior is really willing to bring all these things to healthy numbers, to bring them kind of along the same playing field, but behavior's never going to do that. They just kill perks. So if yeah. they're going to readjust, we'll make it. They're going to kill it, not readjust it. My and only concern is like, I, I don't, I would I don't want to see those perks come to a to a good spot and a good usage rate at the cost of the game sucking. <laughs> at the cost of so much else, you know? Well, yeah, but that's just, behavior needs to readjust some of these general healing speeds in general. 24 needs to be fixed base kit for any self-healing and it's still once again it's under 20 seconds with certain med kit add-ons if you stack them so it's right around 20 seconds yeah yep 19.2 so which which is which is a huge healthy improvement from like oh, i have a green med kit, so i heal in 10 seconds that's outrageous right. that was outrageous i'm on the same page as that but now it's going to be like well i used my one med kit you know heal nobody's going to do that. You realize that, right? Nobody's going to be like, oh yeah, 20% healing faster or two heals. Everyone's going to be like, give me two heals if they grab a med kit, right? Mm, I, for me, I, I don't know. I, I think I'd still choose a little bit of a faster heal so I can get back into the action. Maybe. Because, mm. because there's... Because... You, that's your whole item gone. Boom, poof. Yeah, is that such a bad thing? I mean, I, items shouldn't be utilized so often right i think i think items i think it's okay for items to be utilized. i think i think the right the game was in a healthy spot i feel like aside from you know as as far as like killers versus survivors um i, I even thought the game was a little bit tilted to killers i, I think it still is i think it's going to be even worse now i think the only reason the game is tilted towards killers is because Survivors kind of suck, and I know that's kind of a you know egotistic statement, but I, I mean, mean, sure, I mean, but like, I mean, dude, like now that we have this HUD available, the reason killers are winning, I, I played two survivor games today, and I saw a survivor when they went death hook, they didn't work a single generator the entire time, the entire time, 
they legitimately hid for seven minutes. It's survivors like those that make the game so killer sided. Survivors suck because I when you play against four good survivors, you get your shit rocked, and that's just how it is. Like when I'm playing against good survivors who are efficient, I get destroyed. But I, I also don't run slowdowns, so like it doesn't matter how fast my. You chases also don't are. play dirty either, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't play dirty. See you play dirty, so I, I, yeah, I mean that that that. Sure, that's the case, but you have to look at the game as a whole, right? How often do you have those matches where you're just getting your shit pushed in, right? It's like maybe, you know, 10, 20% of your matches. Probably oh, yeah. not even. Uh, yeah, that's a good number. Yeah, I would say 10 to 20% because I remember them. <laughs> it's, it's, I forget about the matches pretty quickly of where, you know, the survivors stink, but it's, the, it's those matches where you get cream pied that you're like, wow, yeah. Yeah, so. and I think that's okay. It's okay to lose, you know, get 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 completely destroyed in about ten percent of your matches. Be like, well, those those guys were really good, especially oh, yeah. if you're playing like really competitively. I mean, supposedly I'm at top MMR if I'm playing against people who have AK hours and are on comp teams, right? But yeah. you know, but yeah, I, I, th mean, I think that's fine. You know, like it, it, you compare that to any competitive game, like where most of the time you're losing about forty to fifty percent of the time, like. Right. Games that are really competitive, you're going to lose a lot, you know, mm -hmm. especially if it has good matchmaking, because it's designed to give you people who can beat, right? Like, mm -hmm. so I don't I, see when I'm playing killer and that happens, you know, I don't mind it. I'm like, yeah, you know, this this was bound to happen. I'm getting I'm getting so many wins that you know the game is going to throw me a curveball and give me that that four man swift. That's you know they all have like a combined total of thirty thousand hours, and so that's why I don't think the game is survivors. Sure, I mean theoretically, if you're playing the best survivors constantly, who are in voice and all that, sure, yeah, the game is survivor side, but that's just not the case. That's maybe ten percent of your games, you know. Yeah, I mean it, it's pretty rare. I, I would tend to agree. It, you know, I would say I come across bad survivors more than I come across good ones. So yeah, yeah, and that that that's why these these changes make my head spin because I'm like the game is already like uh, my survive escape rate is terrible like unless I'm in a big group of four people in comms they're all pretty competent my survive rate with survivor right now is probably like I don't know 20% it's terrible yeah uh, yep yeah, I would tend to agree mine's probably even lower than that so I, I don't know and then I look at changes like this and I'm like but for why <laughs> but why Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that, like, I don't mind what direction that behavior goes with changes. I just want them to be good changes, right? Whether it's your idea or my idea, I just want it to go in either direction. And I think the worst part is this just punishes bad survivors more at the yeah. end of the day. And I think that's the most discouraging part is... If I was, granted, I didn't start using medkits until I became good at the game because I'm like, wow, I can abuse this, right? But it's like, when I, when I was a new survivor, I, I didn't run items. I don't think I, I ran a single item until I was like 600 hours into the game. And I was like, oh, I'm going to run flashlight. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, it's like, you know, if my buddies are like, yeah, I want to try, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be running, you know, something crazy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a medkit. And like, and now I'm, I've officially reached a thousand hours on PC. I've run med kits if my teammates are like, yeah, I, I want to win, or I got a challenge I got to do to escape. I put on a med kit because I know that's gonna help me ensure victory. But yeah, yeah I mean, way. med kits. Yeah, I mean, I think 
again, I, I am on the same page that med kits absolutely need to get hit. They were disgusting. And I think they just took it way too far. <laughs> right. But yeah, either way, I, I think that reverting healing others to 16 and reverting the altruism numbers on med kits, I think, would be healthy changes. So, I I mean, I, I just that's just one thing. You know, obviously, there's other things that you discussed that I completely agree with. I, I I even like keeping the green med kit as a self healing med kit. I'd be completely fine with that. It just shouldn't be fifty percent faster. I don't know why. It's like behavior doesn't understand when you make things fifty percent faster. You know, uh, you're just you're shaving off like what a quarter of the time it takes to do that. That's and then you know you add some other you know. Stackable, like you said, stack things stacking. And I don't think stacking is a problem. I think the numbers are the problem. Like, we'll make it being a hundred percent. That's huge. Botany fifty percent too too big. These these numerical increases make such a it's such a drastic impact that they're the problem. Like, if you stack, you know, three five percent buffs, who cares, right? Fifteen <laughs> percent faster is not an issue. But if you're stacking, we'll make it. And botany knowledge, and then your med kit gives you fifty percent. No, that's unacceptable, right? So if you just took the numbers and we're like, okay, these numbers are too high, let's make them smaller. Like maybe we'll make it forty percent. Botany's twenty percent. You know, stuff like that. So there's a more reasonable, um, or more a more reasonable amount of time differentiation between looking at those two or looking at those and you know without it same same goes for the green med kit 50 percent is too much for healing yourself if it was just like you know maybe 10 15 percent that's fine that's not a huge deal i don't know I, it, everything i'm seeing is just making my head spin i'm like no this this wasn't the problem <laughs> this was this was the opposite of the problem Right. Once again, I think their intent is right. I just think the execution was poor in certain aspects. I think making it more of a chase-based game is on the right path, but once again, I think we're punishing newer survivors who don't have the capability of running a killer properly, and so as a result, they just instantly go down because of the inability to heal. And you got to think about it in the current state of sloppy butcher, it's going to take significantly longer to heal people. And worse survivors just aren't going to be able to hit all the skill checks. And so it's going to just be this infinite cycle of pain and suffering, especially if killers are running specific builds to counter any type of healing. And, so, uh, and honestly, it doesn't matter what you encourage the killers to do. It doesn't matter. The killers are going to do what they want to do. It's like, oh, someone got unhooked. Well, now I know that it takes even longer to fucking heal. Here I come back to the hook. You know, like it's it, it, you, you can incentivize all you want. But really, at the end of the day. Killers are going to do what they want, you know. Players right. are going to just do what they want. It, it survivors and killers. Right. Like you, you could be the nicest killer to the survivors, the nicest killer, and they'll still teabag you at the exit gate and do all, all kinds of BM. It's just, it just doesn't matter what you incentivize. You just have to design the game appropriately for for just game balance. Right, and it's actually ironic because to your point. These killers are simply going to continue the tunnel, and they're actually going to shoot up MMR. And then they're going to get rocked because at the end of the day, if you tunnel a good survivor, depending on what killer you're using, and you're a bad killer, you're not making anything happen. So it's going to be really interesting to see some of these hardcore tunneling face camping killers play in the higher MMR because it's bound to happen with healing being harder to achieve. 
because these killers weren't very good to begin with, and now they're being punished even harder because they're going to shoot up an MMR and actually go against some crowd survivors. So you're going to also see a weird state of killers with this change, because assuming that all these changes happen, you're going to see a lot of killer rates increase, therefore survival rates decrease, and what will end up happening is these bad killers will be in a higher MMR where they just can't compete, and then they're gonna get. I bullied. don't even know. I don't even know if high MMR. They're gonna get bullied, like maybe, like I said, like you know, twenty percent of the games. You know, that they're still gonna win a lot because because matchmaking just doesn't work in this game, and top MMR is too low. You know. Well, yeah, but still, you gotta think they're below top MMR, and so they're getting nothing but bots. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful or rude. But like I, when I went over to PC and I was just playing with killers, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, it's rough. It, it's it's really rough to see, you know, and like I literally it didn't matter how good I was right when I started playing on PC as a survivor, because I would use every paddle on the map and run this killer forever. And the end result would be one or two generators being done because these survivors don't work generators or do anything. So yeah. it doesn't matter how good of a survivor you are. If there's new resources left on the map and your survivors aren't doing anything ever. So, but yeah. at the end of the day, you know, I think we're going to always be in some state of complaint and frustration with behavior and specifically dead by daylight, just based off of how the game is designed. And, you know, it's in certain aspects, it's projection because it's really the community who is toxic and vile to each other. But on the other hand, is to your point, as behavior needs to implement rational changes to the game that kind of meet at a fair middle ground. And so once again, I think self-healing at 24 seconds is fine, but they, I'll even just say it's okay to heal others at 16 seconds and just keep that base kit and then but you know once again you could make the argument with circle of healing if they would revert it back to its original then they're going to heal in like 10 seconds it's just say by healing others i don't know it's just it's they just need to to your point is like rework all the numbers to you know make them much smaller of an impact but once again that's just it's just killing perks at that point it, I don't. It's impossible in this game to make every perk look appealing, unfortunately, and that's just the unfortunate reality of the situation. Behavior implemented too many perks. Well, there's I too want... many perks that that work at the same the same thing, right? Right. Like, too many healing perks, too, like resurgence and all this other stuff. Well, I mean, resurgence will be good, but at the cost of so much. <laughs> you know, like I wonder if behavior would have just implemented one perk per new survivor and killer, how much different the game would be right now. Actually, dude, I, I'm thinking about it. Resurgence might suck. Resurgence might still suck because of Sloppy Butcher, right? Stoke me 50% faster in theory, you know what I'm saying? So. No, but, but if you have to run away from the hook, right? Oh, you lose you all lose of it. You lose all of it because of oh, hemorrhage. Oh, man. Oh, man, you're right. This is fucking right. disgusting, dude. Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, you could literally lose everything. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, you. I'm actually. You're. You. You have a point there. That's crazy. That's crazy. You're gonna. You're literally just wasted a whole perk slot. Yeah. My, yeah, that's crazy. Off the records, you're gonna have to receive a little bit more love now. I don't want to say like in terms of the actual state, not necessarily. But I. I mean. Maybe hide your scratch marks for the first 20 seconds, man. I don't know. Just 
give them a little something. Maybe because maybe what maybe what they'll do is they'll make it so the resurgence cancels the hemorrhage effect. I don't know. Oh, I like good. that change. That would be good. That would be really really good. Yeah, that would actually just be nice to have. But either way, yeah, I, I think we're in agreement that if it goes down this path, it's gonna be a really bad path. But I really think that behavior is going to listen to the community in some regards. And some, I don't know what changes are going to go through and not go through, but I guarantee you that not everything's going to go through, except for the Billy nerf. The behavior is not <laughs> The worst. I mean, I, I, the, the, this patch in general is going to be so good for killers, but... <laughs> Dude, I think it, it's going to be so healthy for the game in some ways. It, it will be. They just need to do it right. I, I don't know... I, like honestly, I could care less about Circle of Healing. I like. I just wish it wasn't killed. I wish it was just like. I don't know. It's just the game is in such a weird state. I we have too many perks that do the same thing. To your point, and so honestly, I don't know if it would be such a bad thing to start. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know what they can do, but maybe just start adding one perk at a time. And I don't know. It's just. We, how often, like, do you, I would say you only see, like, 20, 25 perks used in the game, right? And we have hundreds. Yeah. Yep. Hundreds! It's a problem. Like, yeah, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. Like, oh my goodness, it's such a, oh, I hate it. But, yeah, th th there's just too many perks. They should have only implemented one per new killer. Once it started becoming DLC, it should have been one perk. And yes, you could have made the argument, like, oh man, but, like, then, you know, like, there have been so many, like, so l many less perks to work with in the game. People would still use the same 2025. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It. it. I think, and that, this is, this is kind of an issue with Path of Exile, too. A game, another game I play where they're not, they call it an imbalanced balance, where they, instead of, like, trying to make all the perks work for, at any given time, there's, like, a cycle, a rotation of, like, oh, okay, these are the good perks you use now. These 20 perks are now the good perks you use. And then they may maybe sprinkle a few more in there, and then they take some away and add some in and mix it up entirely. You know, it's just, I just don't like that style of balance. It's it's not healthy. Like, every perk should have a application, mm -hmm. but it's got, like you said, to your point, it's gotten to the point where there's just too many of them. Like, you'd have to have an entire team just dedicated to, to, to balancing all that out. Right. I've said it a million times over, and I'll say it again. If Behavior were to say, we're not going to release a new killer, which at this point they actually have to, I they they have to release a good killer. Like, literally, they don't have a choice. Because like, of the two, to the two absolute yeah, bombs. Yeah, that I, we, we, can't, we can't skip a killer right now. We have to have a banger of a killer come out. We have to. But, like, after the night, I would have been okay with you all saying, hey, we're not going to release a new killer here. We're going to make a bunch of changes, a bunch of reworks to killers, you know, improve their quality of life. And you know what? Like, it's not required, but we're going to release some special cosmetics. If you want to buy them, it would help support us during this time since we're not releasing a new killer. I would buy it. I would literally buy it. I, I, whatever the cosmetic would be, if it's like, hey, we're looking in a direction to improve the quality of all killers in the game. Bam, that's fine. I'll, I'll spend 10, 20 bucks on it. I, 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 the only other franchise I've ever spent this much money on is Call of Duty. I want this game to thrive. I want this game to succeed. And there's a million issues beyond just this update, right? But and I think it's impossible to complete combat tunneling. I yeah, think it's completely it, it, impossible it's to, hard. right? It it just is. 
right? Like, unless you're with really good teammates, that's impossible. And there's just some killers in the game that are just too good. And that's okay. And, like, but that's totally fine. Like, I, I'm okay with there being stronger killers than others. I just want all killers to feel viable, right? And unfortunately, there's just killers that don't feel viable. Like, for example, like, I hate to say it, but, like, when you go against a bad survivor that just pre-drops a bunch of safe pallets, and, like, and it's like, okay, well, I'll drop the, like, it, the, the result is the same. I, I chase a really good survivor, and they utilize it really well, or I chase a bad survivor, and they go through the materials a little bit, the resources a little bit faster. The result is the same. They're still buying time for their entire team. I've seen bots pre-drop, like, seven pallets in a row on the game. And, you know, you know, I'll try to apply a little bit of pressure to a se separate survivor when they pass that area on that generator and apply pressure there. But there's still three other, you know, two other survivors working gens and maybe that bot goes to continue working that gen. It's just at the end of the day, the game is in such a weird state, such a weird state. We need map reworks. We need perk reworks. There is so much that needs to happen beyond just this update. And I don't think we're ever going to get it. I just I, I don't think the game's ever going to be in a perfect state. And that's also part of it, just being a you know asymmetrical one v four. Yeah. But I just wanted to be in a good enough state because I swear that the game felt better when it was base kit BT, uh, not base kit BT, like BT was a mandatory perk, and that's crazy to me. Yeah, the game I, felt better. I, I, there were there were still a whole bunch of problems like that, like the way Dead Hard worked back then and stuff. I, but. I preferred old dead hard and i knew that's such a faded take from people but it it literally it wasn't a third all state <laughs> i don't think you'll feel that way anymore dude you can think oh this guy wastes a perk slot on dead hard <laughs> yeah. maybe not maybe not it, maybe it's not gonna be as bad as i think but at least it guarantees you can't have dead hard in your first chase you know which i'm okay with i'm okay with that, that oh that, yeah i think it's a great change i think it's that change, change is fine with me it's just like nothing i wanted addressed got addressed nothing Right. Well, okay, except for green med kits. That needed mm -hmm. to happen. Right, but I know the rest yeah. is just ugh. Right. I know a lot of people are complaining, like a lot of like really big like content creators are complaining about like, oh you know, just you know, I would prefer four dead hearts over sprint bursts and lice and balanced landings. And I agree to a certain degree, but when you play a good enough survivor that forces you to use it, it doesn't matter. Like, unless you're running a killer that can negate it, you're screwed. And what I'm saying is, like, I hate when people are like, oh, just wait out the dead heart. I force dead hearts all the time. I get, I literally get value out of dead heart every single match. Every single match. When I use it. Every single match. Literally, I, whether it's me using a guessing game, outplaying the killer, and it's really frustrating, like, I, from a killer's perspective. Like, for example, like, there was literally a match where I played against a nemesis, and, you know, I was just hugging things tightly. I, I forced him to, like, release the tentacles, set it back down, and, you know, and he, at moments he felt like he had M1, otherwise he would just, you know, lose the distance on me. So he would M1 right next to the pallet, go to a different tile, because I don't need to drop that pallet now that he hit me, because I get the speed boost to the next tile that's even safer. And, you know, like, and sometimes when, I mean, this is a guessing game, but, like, when I know a killer doesn't lunge, Instead of me actually looking behind me, waiting for the killer to swing, I literally, I do this in my head, and it's worked an unbelievable amount of times. I will count the two or three in my head and just continue looking forward towards the pallet, and I just pop it. And I would literally see seven out of ten times I get value out of it. I don't know why, but when a killer sees you're not looking behind you, they're like, okay, I can probably swing. 
So, like, what will happen is I'll look forward. I know they're going to just hit a normal M1. They're not going to lunge. And usually it's like two to three seconds when they think they can just hit the M1 and down me. And I get so much value out of that for whatever reason. Like, survivors, like, come up with their own stress in their head of how, like, to force a dead heart to happen. And it's crazy to me. It's crazy. And, like, I hate that because it's luck-based. Like, you're telling me at the exact moment that the killer swung, you coincidentally got the timing to get a third hell state? That's crazy. Like, that shouldn't exist. That shouldn't exist. It's literally base kit metal a man without have, with the condition that you have to mend afterwards. I don't yeah. know. It, 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 like, de- like, at least with old dead heart, people are like, oh my gosh, they, they dead hearted to the pallet, but normally I would have downed them. Oh, okay, well, guess what? I got the pallet out of the way, at least. With current dead heart, I don't get the pallet out of the way, and they're still running. Like, that's the crazy part. I'm at Killer Shack, and I lunge at the, you know, pallet, and they pop a dead heart. And guess what? If I don't lunge, and they just drop the pallet, and then I got to de- deal with the dead heart later. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's a lose-lose. When you're playing against a really good survivor that knows how to properly use dead heart, you're screwed. And, like, literally, I've seen top killers still get hit by dead heart, so... I understand the argument, but like literally, I would rather just deal with a sprint burst, especially when there's ki- plenty of killers that can negate it, like Blight, Nurse, you know, Wesker, like because you're just gaining the distance on them. And that's also a problem in general with behavior is killers need more mobility, like Wraith negates sprint burst and Lithe and things like that too. Like, and people don't realize that. Like, there's more killers in the game need more, like, mobility in some capacity. I also think there needs to be a couple killers in the game that deserve a 4.8 movement speed. I know that sounds crazy, but I truly believe that Trapper is one of those killers that I think should move at 4.8. But I think you should just place traps faster. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I just... You, you only get a couple traps per match, and you're telling me I have to run around the map to place them, and I have to go all, all the way back to the survivor after they get hooked or get placed in the trap? I want 4.8 base kit for Trapper. I know that's such a crazy take that I've recently that could be, that could, those Those issues can be fixed other ways. I don't think he needs 4.8, but I don't I think any at this point in the game, I don't think any killer needs a buff. I don't think any killer necessarily... Well, no, that's not true. Some killers could use some buffs, but there's definitely killers that need nerfs. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I think it's a lot to add-ons and whatnot, too. But here's the thing, is I've said it before and i said it again. I would never use Blight again if he was, like, lowered to 4.4 meters per second as his base movement speed. I, Blight, I mean, he still is fun to use, but the only reason I use Blight is because I get Blighted Rat and Blighted Crow. Like, those add-ons just feel so good. So good. Using those together are my favorite add-ons, my favorite build in the entire game. It's so fun to use, and it's strong, which isn't good, but it's fun. And, like, that's part of the problem, too, is that's why so many people use Dead Hard, too. It's fun to use. It's fun. Like, people are going to use stuff that's fun. Dead Hard is fun. The strongest add-ons are typically fun because I feel cracked. I feel faster. That's why Shadowborn literally feels fun, and it's the most pointless perk in the game because it feels fun. I just Because I have this cracked POV, or FOV, rather. So I don't know, just, and then I still think the syringe being, I just want to touch up on these being 24 seconds instead of 16 is still pointless because there's plenty of situations where I could work a generator for 24 seconds and just be injured. And the killer comes to me when I'm almost done, but I didn't have to take any time to heal. So it's funny that they literally 
mess with the refined serum, which is increases your movement speed by five percent for fifteen was twenty. So that that's interesting as well. The septic agent is now five, previously eight. I actually think that was a good change. Yeah. But yeah, all in all, man, I think we're on the same page that this this could be a really bad point of DBD if things come out exactly like this. And like, here's the thing: is I, I I hate to say it, but this is the one time they just need to listen to all the fog whispers and just say, "Hey, what changes should we actually implement and not implement?" And probably just listen to them. And I understand that it's like, oh, you listen to the people that play the game more than anybody else. But I, I people like Odd Starva think about everybody, and you know, like I'm not saying that's for everybody, but I'm just saying like Odd Starva usually has a pretty open mindset about like changes. Granted, I want to see a little chaos happen at the same time. I actually kind of, you know, see more eye to eye with Scott Jun, but I think Odd Starva's point of view on things is probably the better way. So I'm I'm just kind of curious to see how things go. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think this is going to make playing Survivor a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a fucking nightmare. But even even if they roll back some of it, it's still going to feel so bad. I, I might just switch over to, like, either not playing this game or just playing mostly Killer. Because this is going to... I mean, I already, I, I've already expressed this to you, but my Survivor games are way more stressful than my Killer games by a, by a, a huge margin. Like... A huge and a, a, a and the reason I started playing this game was so I could play with friends, right? Right. And now it's just like playing with my friends is going to be. It, it was already stressful enough. Now it's just going to be, you know. I don't right. know, man. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see what comes around. But the the way that things are looking right now, I am I am very um pet not pessimistic. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not looking forward to it. So <laughs> we'll see. Right. Yeah, so for me, I would tend to agree. I, I, I largely play this game with friends when I'm playing a survivor. But I've always preferred the killer role. So I, I that's why I always say I'm a killer main, because it's my preferred role. But what I will say about the survivor life is... like It's not stressful for me when I play in a full swift. And I think that's the huge problem, right? And it, I would say that I've came across three matches in the last two months where I had three other random coherent good survivors and then when you think about it from that perspective it's an mmr problem right yeah mmr needs to be retweets a little bit but then you know it's gonna once again lead to a previous issue where everyone all these killers are bitching. no one's gonna be happy in the day it's impossible to make everybody happy and like that everyone's gonna have differentiating opinions everyone's gonna bitch and complain no matter what changes they're implemented no it's impossible to make everyone happy and like that's fine and all but I think that, once again, we've reiterated this multiple times. The game needs to be in a healthy state. And some of these changes are really healthy for the game. Some of them, not so much. I think the only ones that I really, really like... Well, I mean, obviously, like, the blood web. You know, the, qu- the quality of life stuff, the, the visual. Oh, that's always good. That's oh, fine. Oh, yeah, that's always good. But the only ones that I... Like, the only balance changes that I really agree with are the med kits. Those are the only ones I'm like, yep... I'm on, I'm on the same page as behavior, but everything else, I was just like, bruh, bruh. Self-healing tw- being 24 is something I'm totally okay with. Well, I'm, I'm just okay like, with that. I, I don't think it's necessary, but I'm okay with it. Pain resonance, I'm okay with. I just want that to be 20. Gearhead's great. It's just kind of weird, too, because they were talking about how big of, like, changes were going to be implemented and like on, like, the, like, rework on perks. 
and because they were talking about a meta shakeup. And I guess in a way we are going to get a meta shakeup, but it's not in the way that I don't think anyone anticipated because the last meta shakeup we got, we introduced like new like gen holding perks, right? But this time around, they've completely changed it to where the meta is supposed to be designed around the chase. And yet we didn't really like buff any chase perks, right? Like no. the skull, mer- I think the skull merchant perk, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of it right now, but I can't think of it. Maybe it's Thwack. No, it's not Thwack. It's a uh, game of foot. I think Game of Foot would have been a perfectly good game chasing perk to include into the meta where it would have been beyond just the obsession and any survivor. Where when you kick the pallet, you gain the 5% haste. That would have been a nice little like quality of life buff. Is that only when you're chasing the obsession? Only the obsession. That's why I hate it so much. It, it should be for anybody. Yeah, it's so goofy because you only get value of it on one person. And people, are, and you know, the counter argument is like, oh, you know, they run Enduring and Nemesis. And that way, when. They pallet slap you. You can you know kick the pallet and then catch up to them a little bit faster. Okay, that's that's dumb. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like that's too many perks. Yeah, that's too many perks to commit to the to, to that. Build. Right. I don't like that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I because see what I'm seeing here is I'm not seeing they're trying to encourage chasing. I'm seeing that they're trying to. They're, they're, it's a mixed message. It's like we're trying to encourage chasing, so therefore we're we're nerfing these buffs. I'm like we're nerfing these things that 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 are three gen oriented and i'm like oh, let's not really incentivize and chasing that what i'm gonna what i'm seeing here is this everything i'm getting from this right now is i'm in, it's incentivizing hit and run this this is going to be a hit and run meta it's going to be a drive-by meta where you just you hit somebody with sloppy butcher and you leave them you let them go and then you go apply pressure elsewhere and eventually they're going to run out of their 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 BS for self-healing and all that and they're going to be out of resources and they're going to be hurt so bad that they just, they just can't they can't do anything. I man for me I could the only killer I've ever heard of like hit and run is like essentially with Wraith and situationally Oni a little bit. And by the way Oni's getting a, a buff hugely here by the way. I don't think people have discussed this at all that I've listen to but Oni's power is literally based off of getting blood and so making the healing speeds longer and incentivizing people to stay injured Oni's gonna get a, a huge buff here I have Wraith is gonna get a huge buff some of these killers are like stealth killers are also getting a buff yep. like the, there's buffs coming to certain killers and people aren't really realizing that these things are happening but I, I, I would like I am curious to kind of see the meta shake up I still think they should revert some numbers I, I've you know reiterated multiple times so I won't continue to go over it but all in all, I, I think that if they just retweak some of these numbers before official release, it'll be fine. I, w- I honestly will be really sad and upset if they just completely butcher a lot of these changes in general. Because I don't want them to pull a unbreakable... Well, because the unbreakable thing, base kit, was actually dumb and I, I, st- I hate it. Oh, by the way, I didn't even mention that. that, that I reminded myself, it takes longer for you to get off the ground. It literally takes longer for you to get off the ground seconds, now. seconds, dude. <laughs> that yeah, needs why? to be fixed. That yeah, absolutely that, needs to be That has to be a bug. I refuse to believe that they intentionally designed it that way. Because yeah. literally, Sonic is the strongest killer in the game now with that. Like, yeah. literally, the slugging strat is the strongest thing in the game now. Like, a cent- there's a Cenobite slug strat out right now. Like, it, that's broken. That's literally broken. Like, no. And, like, by the way, Sloppy Butcher doesn't... It- make it take longer for you to get off the ground too so that's going to increase the yeah. time right i think like, only if somebody's healing you only if somebody's healing you right yeah but still that's crazy because healing's typically the faster route it should be but it's, it's yeah no 
Yeah, so, like, literally, what I will say, though, is the select strat's going to be super prevalent if they don't, like, they have to work on that. Dude, that's that's the part that makes me think I'm going to quit DBD because, like, I've literally played more games here recently beyond DBD, too. Like, I've been playing a little bit more Yu-Gi-Oh! I've been playing a little bit more Demonologist. And so, like, if DBD, like, if they don't make any changes, dude, I might quit the game. Because I'm not, because the slugging is the most unfun part of DBD, and that's why I don't slug. It's really unfun. I don't like doing it. I've only slugged when someone's on a pallet and they're not letting me, you know, grab, you know, obviously if there's flashlights around, if there's scenario, but I don't slug. And that's actually one of the reasons I play super nice literally 90% of the time. Only only when someone, like, the only time I have an exception is literally like when a survivor is super selfish and like, continues to grab survivors i'll slug the survivor if i fi- find the survivor and i'll look for the other survivor so i can kill that stealthy survivor because i want them dead for being super selfish but like that's the only other time and then i'll give the person slug patch but like oh and all like this game if they don't fix the you know recovery time on the ground that in itself will kill the game i'm not even joking i think that alone will kill the game because people will just stack it with sloppy butcher and slug and that'll, it'll just be a slug fest every single match and the game will be the least fun it's ever been in DVD history. Time to run no mither, dude. That's the new build. No mither's coming in hard, man. <laughs> dude, I mean, you're, you're not joking. I mean, literally, if it's going to just incentivize staying injured. Yeah. I still think I still think as we, we discussed in our survivor perk changes, I think that no mither needs a minor buff where you're not injured in the start of the trial. It should be after you take the first hit, you're automatically broken, but. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. I think that'd be great. And I, then I might actually be like, you know, in this new update, I'm running no mither, dude. <laughs> Not instead of like kind of memeing, kind of serious, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, no mither. Also, probably just needs a couple additional buffs. I don't know. I, it, it, it should give you something while you're injured as well. I don't know what, yeah, but it should give you. Something. Yeah, I know people are like, oh, stagger res- resilience. I'm like, yeah, but I need more than that. That's man. two perks. Yeah, for the the effect, you know. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, no mither should do something implicitly. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. But all in all, I think that you know, I, I I'm gonna just say I think that there's W's and L's in this and. This update will kill the game if they release it as is. As yeah. is. Because of slugging, of... I, I don't... I care a little bit less about them killing a couple perks, Circle of Healing, I honestly... I think that it's one of the dumbest things they've ever incorporated into the game. It, but, like, it, that's because of how broken it was upon release. But I, just, I don't know. They gotta rework the healing speeds. They gotta do. They gotta do something. So we'll see. What I mean, your thoughts are a, a lot of L's, but it's. I think you mentioned a couple minor W's there. So. Yeah, there's some things. There's little things that I'm like kind of indifferent, or I think that they're probably healthy. But yeah, mostly I'm just like my Survivor games. I don't even want to play Survivor anymore. <laughs> right. I'm done. You know, we'll see. We'll see. And here's the thing: is I even said it myself that like right like. If you go back to my previous two podcast, my first one, I loved this update because I love what Behavior is trying to do, and I still stand by that. I just, the more I've, like, I, I think it's actually experiencing the PTB and playing the PTB because it was before the PTB even came out where I first read these changes. It was later the developer update when I was reading into it because on paper, the changes sound great, but now the PTB is out, and my God, there's problems. So... <laughs> 
you know, now now that the PTB has been out for a little bit now, I'm really scared of the future of DVD. I was very optimistic at first, but the execution is very poor. So I, I think that a lot of changes are going to have to happen if they want to try to incorporate this. Once again, Sloppy Butcher being nerfed, the hemorrhage being nerfed. Maybe some perks need to counteract hemorrhage. Man, that was a really great suggestion with you know, re- resurgence negating that. I think that those are all good changes. Like th- this actually gives them the opportunity to rework some perks, and I think a lot of perks in the game need to be reworked. I and I think they just need to stop coming out with perks for a minute. Yeah, like, like, like they need a whole they need a whole chapter that's just the balance chapter and optimization chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they need a new good killer. They need a new good killer to generate more hype on the game right now. So they don't have time for that. They gotta June needs to be the the anniversary needs to be a fucking banger, dude. It needs to be it's the best be killer that's ever came out. Best killer that's ever came out. Yeah, it's got to, and it's got to have like a really fun event. It's got to, it's got to be a banger, man. Or, right. well, you know what? It doesn't need to be the best killer. It needs to be like Wesker, where we're in cameras, like, dude, this new killer is fun. Yeah, at least w- as good as Wesker. Can we can we agree that Wesker is probably the most fun killer that's came out in like over two years? I mean, like, I I think he was so. I honestly, it might be more than over two years. Like when he came out, I was like, my God, he is so fun. I he's one of my most played killers. I've I, with the sale on Resident Evil right now. I purchased one of his outfits. And I was like, well, I might as well run them. So much fun. I've been practicing Eurobends, and you know, I've been trying to learn hug tags. He's just so fun. And then there's the now the scoot, like uh, whatever it's called. I can't scoot scoop or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's just. Yeah, he's a great killer. I mean, I, I so to be honest, I've only been playing since late 2021. I think when I first started, the Cenobite was the newest killer. Oh, okay. So, man, you might have started playing when the HUD change, not the HUD change, the movement change and whatnot. Interesting. I thought you started before me. No, 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 no. I haven't been playing that game, this game that long. And I already, already have over 2,000 hours in it. It's kind of gross. <laughs> but no, I think uh, as far as like killers that have been released in this game, he's the best one since I started playing, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think Cenobite, Artist, Sadako. Yeah, he's easily the best killer. Dude, so. you showed up at a really weird time then. Like, yeah, I mean. That, I think it was like it was the dark. It was a really dark period because I think that's just when Boon Circle Healing came out, and a yeah. lot of people were leaving over it. I it was left. That grossed. I yeah, left. no, I, I don't blame you. Back then, it was disgusting. I stopped playing DVD for a year. Actually, I, I went back to Call of Duty because of Boon Circle of Healing. So, and that, that's why I stopped running Wraith because when I came back to DVD, I was like, I can't run Wraith because he's, it's broken. But I didn't realize that they actually like nerfed circle of human a little bit so i was like oh shit that's kind of cool but yeah no i i like to dredge a lot too i like dredge and wesker Those oh yeah are two I, great killers oh yeah I, it's actually really funny i hear so many negative things about dredge but i love dredge i i don't even know why i don't run him more i think i love his cosmetics i love his killer design any killer that g- gives you the capability of teleporting on the map i actually enjoy because it allows map pressure i just wish it was different. Like, by the way, Freddy literally gets worse in a way because it's like, hey, when the generator pops, you can't teleport there anymore. I'm like, what? That's like, goofy. I, I think you should be able to teleport to fix generators. I completely agree. 
same with the same with the the end game. He should be able to still teleport to generators. Like when the gens are finished, he just can't teleport anymore. That's goofy. Yeah, he loses his power as the match goes on. A killer's supposed to get stronger as the match goes on. He gets weaker. That makes no sense to me. And yeah, it's like, oh, you can just hold on. To, all you have to worry about is three generators, you know? And it's like, that's not good enough. That's <laughs> that's not fun either. Right. It's like, oh, I'm chasing this guy out here. He thinks he's safe, but I'm teleporting to the generator. You know, that's fun. Right. I, I just realized there's a P100 nightmare out there. I was like, dude, this guy's dedicated to his craft. I was like, what the heck? I saw a P100 wreath. I was like, dude. I guess that's what I'm shooting for right now, P100 Wraith. And it's funny because of everything that's happening right now. Wraith's going to blow up, dude. He's going to be so good. And here's the thing. is like Wraith's always been a fun killer, but he's always been a weak killer. But yeah, these changes are going to be crazy. So. I'm, sure oh, gonna, I'm sure they're going to roll back some of them. It's just, it's just a matter of which ones and how much, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine it gets worse from here. Oh my gosh. If it gets worse, I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm saying it right now, and if they do one more foolish thing or announce one more foolish thing, I'm be like, I'm out, I'm done. Yeah. So let's just say that they leave. If if slugging gets really bad and they don't change that, I would I would go back to Call of Duty, and I wouldn't even know what to do because I would not blame you. <laughs> I wouldn't even know because I mean I stream DVD. That's all I know. You know, that's all I've played for. You know, ever since I switched to PC, I put in a thousand hours. I don't know Dash, how long I've been crazy. streaming for, but I put in a thousand hours since I started streaming on PC. So, and I it's, reached it's a like a what? month. Yeah, so. it's been, you came. I remember like we started playing like maybe late last year in like October or something, maybe. And like, yeah, I think you started streaming a little bit after that. So, yeah, I think I started in November. So, and since November, I put in a thousand hours. And granted, oh, I leave my gosh. game up, but granted, I leave my game up all the time. So, like, th- these numbers are a little deceitful, but. You guys do it like like if I'm gonna grab food or something, I just leave the game in the main menu. You know, like that's also the thing is like that's why I really enjoyed Call of Duty when it tracked your time, it tracked your end game time. Oh, voice crack! But like it was cool when it tracked my end game time because I was when in pregame lobbies, I was never at my you know TV when I was growing up. So it was really cool. It was like I have 50 days played of you know in game time. That's crazy. Because that's a lot of time, man. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a lot of time to be in match, not like out of match, in match, you know? Like, <laughs> but. That is, that's a lot of time. I think my, my biggest game that I have the most time in is Path of Exile right now, but. Which I might actually go back to. The new, the new path, the new patch for Path of Exile looks pretty good, so we'll see. Yeah, and I've tried a bunch of games. I think I think Project Playtime, which is a DVD variant, is actually really fun. And that is a game that I really think could blow up if they continue to implement some things. It's actually the most fun I had on any like DVD like game in a very long time. So I'm hoping that they like the killers feel really fun. I like the theme. Like it, when you're in your quote unquote hook state on that game, it, you actually get to do something. Like they have a lot of like the. Instead of generators, they're mini games you have to do in Project Playtime, and they vary. So, like, they're really cool, and they're not easy, by the way. Maybe I'm just an idiot, but like, some of them are like are like require some level of memorization, and and as a result, like, that's really cool. I think that like some people, if they can't memorize like the, the areas, it's like, oh, I'm gonna struggle. But you know, like, it, like compared to DVD, where I'm just clicking a button, like, there is difficulty with Project Playtime. So, like, I, that's a game I would love to see actually blow up. Like, the cosmetics are actually, like, 
I would say comparable to DVD is like every single cosmetic I've seen in that game. I'm like that looks so cool. So I'm really hoping that game starts to blow up, gets a little bit more attention. You know, I've tried like the games I have. Like I tried Town of Salem. One of my buddies really liked it. I tried Civilization Six. I've tried Forewarned, which is technically I. It depends who you ask, but it's a technically a one v four, right? But you know. Uh, you know, some of these games just are hit and miss. You know, some are better than others. But it yeah. sucks because I just want the game that I love to be great, right? I think nothing will make DVD improve and the devs snap back to reality than competition. Oh, and I completely I, agree. I, I just really hope that there's some pressure put on them by competition. So we'll see. I, I, I am the same boat as you. And I wouldn't even mind playing both games. Like if Project Playtime was the shit, I wouldn't mind playing both Project Playtime and DVD if they get their shit together, you know? Right, and Project Playtime is in like an early development, so it's not like deep into everything yet. But you know, Project Playtime is a game that I would love to see compete with Dead by Daylight, and I think people have said it across the community for years that DVD needs competition. It does. It desperately does. Right, and it just really confuses me because I feel I feel like the devs could just simply listen to the community and then. It would just be nothing but bangers coming from the game. And the reason I say that is because I've seen so many awesome, amazing community ideas. Like, why don't we have a community killer? Why don't we decide the killer? Imagine that there's a competition every three, like, I don't know, like, I'm great. I'm, I'm sure it takes a lot longer than three months to actually create a killer from scratch. But imagine if the community decided upon a killer's powers and a killer's abilities. And we had t- 10 different ideas and they got voted upon. And of the 10, you know, 10 ideas, one makes it through. And then let's just say like someone like, you know, brings out that one of those other nine ideas during the next time it's a community release of a killer. And that one just happens to win because it was like so good. Like, like literally, because if, Let's just say 90% of people are agreeing this is going to be a fun killer. Well, then, you know what? It's a 10% don't agree, whatever. Because 90% is going to enjoy it, and it'll probably attract more attention. Like, I just, I don't get why Behavior has so many tools at their disposal, and yet they're not utilizing it. I guarantee you the community has better killer ideas than they do. And I can say <laughs> that because I've, I I just saw the Skull Merchant. And I don't, I don't even hate the knight. I, I, the knight's not fun to play against, but he's actually fun to play as, but only in a healthy way. And the problem is most people don't play him in a healthy way, so that kind of sucks. And I also, I, I, I want to just, this might be a hot take, but Mother's Dwelling and the Temple feel so unfun to play as now. I hate those maps now. I absolutely hate them. As a survivor, by the way, and a killer, I hate them. They feel stronger. They feel, literally, I, can't, I have no sight lines, which I think they did like for like stealth killers and whatnot. So, like, I, I, I understand that mentality of it all, but, like, it just, it feels like a totally different map, and it feels less fun to play. Do you, would you agree with that at all? Like, I don't know how much experience you've had with those two. Uh, I don't know that I really have a strong opinion one way or the other uh, about whether they're worse or better. Um, I will say I played a Skull Merchant at Mother's Drawing, and they had a disgusting three gen. Because all, oh, really? all the gens were, there were two gens on the hills, which sucks because there's new. That's such a bad tile for survivors, and there's one in the main building. And yeah, it was it was bad. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't bad because of the maps it was bad because it was a three gen and a skull merchant. See, I don't even notice three gens most of the time unless it was a scenario like Haddonfield where it was a literal five gen because I don't focus on holding three gens. I just chase. So 
Sure, as a as a killer, as a survivor, <laughs> you're gonna. Oh know yeah, when you that, when okay. that killer's got a fucking three gen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you notice it real hard. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But lot, you know. But here's the thing: is if nothing else, behavior is trying, and I'll always give them their two cent for that. So I hope that in the worst case scenario, where they completely butcher the game and people quit, that they'll make some healthy, good changes. I just, I also hope they don't just completely negate this entire PTB like they did with the Unbreakable one. I think some of these are really good changes that need to be implemented into the game. I really I agree with you wholeheartedly. There. There's definitely ones in there that I'm like, yes, please keep these. Right. But yeah, Odd Starva literally like made a quick video too. As I, I know you made mention of Odd Starva where he was like, good change, mixed review, bad review. And I think that he pretty much nailed it on the coffin. And he said he was sending the behavior. I hope some of those get implemented. Like I don't know. Yeah. I I think Oddstarva is the number one watched DVD content creator in the world. There's a good and, reason for it too. Like he, he, I most of the time I'm like I find myself like yes I agree with you Oddstarva, and, and I I find that I had already agreed with him before I even watched his video too. It's like oh, oh yeah I already I was already on the same page with you before I even heard it. So right yeah usually uh, I I would say like for me it's. I, Scott Jund and Odd Starver, like the two people I agree with, because like they, they don't, they're not always the same. So I usually like lean one side or the other. So, but yeah, yeah I like, I like Scott. All, I appreciate Scott Jund too. Yeah, all in all, I just I, I'm I'm optimistic and pessimistic at the same time about this future release. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. If they listen, which you know they've shown that they they will listen. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm just worried if there's enough, if there's going to be enough backlash. I think there will be. I think people are going to be like, yo, what in the world? <laughs> mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But, you know, anything else to talk about about the update? Otherwise, I think we're good to go. No, I think, uh, I think we pretty much covered it. I think, yeah, there's nothing else that I want to talk about here. Yeah, I'm sure if we wanted to, we could, but I feel like we're just rehashing the same things at this point. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but with that being said, everyone, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you so much for listening to On the Record, hosted by yours truly, Uzi, and of course, our special guest today, Beckett. If you want to, you know, give your little outro, because, you know, you're going to have to be back. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. So I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of the day, and per usual, stay safe in the fog. We'll see you.